Welcome to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. Together, we will journey through self-discovery and fulfillment in life. Here's your host, Jan Jones. Welcome, everyone, to The Good Good Life. I am your host, Jan Jones, and I am so grateful to be with you today, and I'm so very grateful that you're choosing to be with me today. We have got a lot to talk about. I guess I have a lot to talk about. I want to share so much with you. You know, I was thinking if you are a regular listener, which I hope you are, because I consider all of you a part of the Janiverse and you're all friends of mine and I just love spending this time with you, but you know I'm all about a list. And of course, I've got a list for you today. I love to give just some practical ideas, tips, techniques, skills that you can use just better to better equip you for life. But I started thinking as I was uh, really considering the topic that I want to share with you today. And I was like, why do I love a list so much? And I just had to laugh. And I'm sharing this with you because... My dad, my wonderful, amazing dad, who is no longer with us anymore, he's passed away, but he was a huge list maker. In fact, on Saturday mornings when my brother and I would wake up, there was always a little list waiting at our place at the breakfast table of what we needed to accomplish um, over the weekend. So... Yes, I had uh, an overachieving dad, but it was wonderful because it, it wore off on me as well. But I just thought, oh my goodness, he is probably in heaven if he knows I'm creating all this list, just laughing because I do love a list and I love to share my list with you because today we are talking about when life knocks you down, master the rise. In other words, I want us to really think about rising up in life, in and through and during and after our challenges. All right, but before we get into all of that, who's with me? Say it, say it loud, say it proud. And if you're somewhere in public, you can still say it loud and proud, or you can at least like scream it in your heart. I am awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic. Yes, I am. And I hope you are too. I love to open up with just letting every one of you take in that deep breath. Just take in a deep breath. I don't know about you, but I have been needing some deep breathing. Just get a little extra oxygen to my brain. Find a little peace, roll my shoulders a little bit, and I am calm. I am quieting all the chaos in the world. I am really loosening up. I am letting go of a little bit of stress, at least right now, right here in this moment, because. We really want to enjoy this good, good life that we have been blessed with. So here is something I want you to think about. Here is something that I want you to claim for yourself. I want you all 
to be more excited about how far you've come rather than discouraged about how far you have to go. Mm-hmm. Because look, we all have this journey and we all have things we need to do and things we need to improve and, you know, seasons that we're living through. And we got a lot to do, but we've come so far. We are resilient. We are persevering and we are actually finding our own inner strength and courage. So, be more excited about how far you've come rather than discouraged about how far you have to go. Because when you think about how far you've come, it will give you that drive and determination to keep going forward, which by the way, you can go listen to my podcast on drive and determination. Oh, but today, you know, I always give you little reminders of others that you can go back and listen to. We are talking about rising up. Now, I like to start with something kind of funny to put a smile on your face. So I'm not going to share any corny jokes, even though you know I love them. I got something else that I thought was really funny, but really true. I heard someone read this little essay. And it was something that um, I actually found a copy of it. I don't know who wrote it. I did not write this. But this is all about that word up. Because today we're talking about rising up through the challenges. But let's read this. I want to read this to you because I think you will find this a little humorous. So there is a two-letter word in English that perhaps has more meanings than any other two-letter word. And that word is up. It is listed in the dictionary as being used as an adverb, preposition, adjective, noun, or verb. It's easy to understand up, meaning toward the sky, or at the top of the list. But when we awaken in the morning, why do we wake up? At a meeting, why do topics come up? Why do we speak up, and why are the officers up for election? And why is it up to the admin assistant to write up a report? We call up our friends and we use it to brighten up a room, polish up the silver. We warm up the leftovers and we clean up the kitchen. We lock up the house and some guys fix up the old car. In other times, the little word has a real special meaning. People stir up trouble, line up for tickets. They work up an appetite and they think up excuses. To be dressed is one thing, but to be dressed up is special. And this up is confusing. A drain must be opened up because it is stopped up. We open up a store in the morning, but we close it up at night. We seem to be pretty mixed up about up. To be knowledgeable about the proper uses of up Look the word up in the dictionary. In a desk size dictionary, it takes 
up almost one fourth of the page and it can add up to about 30 definitions. If you are up to it, you might try building up a list of the many ways up is used. It will take up a lot of your time. But if you don't give up, you may wind up with a hundred or more. When it threatens to rain, we say it is clouding up. When the sun comes out, we say it is clearing up. When it rains, it wets up the earth. When it does not rain for a while, things dry up. When a football game gets intense, we say things are heating up. But afterwards, certain players may have to ice up. One could go on and on, but I'll wrap it up for now because my time is up. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay. I thought that was hilarious. I hope you all are laughing as hard as I was laughing the first time that I heard and read that little essay about up. It is a little confusing, but that was just a little, that was just a little joking around to get us going. But if you think about this word up, we do seem to be a little mixed up about it. So while we're so pleasantly and wonderfully confused, let's talk about rising up. All right. We're getting a little more serious now because what I want to do is I really want to talk about this because this is a topic that actually, it, it just hit my heart um, to talk about it with you all because I've actually been going through some things that are really knocking me down, but I'm choosing to rise up and I needed some reminders myself. So as I was thinking about it, I thought, you know what? We can all use a little extra oomph sometimes to rise up up ourselves because challenges are an inevitable part of life whether it be challenging times or challenging people or challenging circumstances most if not all of us can relate to coming up against roadblocks in life that feel really hard they even feel completely unfair sometimes and devastating at other times. Some people face the most unthinkable tragedies and they somehow come out the other side stronger. And that is my hope, my desire for you all. But there are others that really do crumble under the weight of the pressure and the heartaches that they are facing. And I have seen and I have watched people that they never are quite able to rise back up. And that's why I think this is just such an important topic. So that same challenge and circumstance that one person might rise up from could become someone else's lifelong misery that they really never recover from. So in times of struggle, having this resilient spirit really becomes your best asset. And it helps to transform challenges in our lives into opportunities 
for growth. And I do not say that lightly. This is not something easy to do, to look at our challenges and transform our perspective and look at them as opportunities. And and we're going to get into this. So really the question becomes, how do we learn how to grow from our challenges instead of becoming trapped or just completely swallowed up by them? How do we shape that transformation to help us move forward instead of becoming stuck? I don't want to ever be stuck. I don't want to park at the point of my pain. It doesn't mean that I don't have pain, and we're going to talk about our feelings around that pain, but we don't want to stay there. We don't want to get stuck. Now, I'm going to kind of state the obvious here, but I think it needs to be said that there is no one-size-fits-all solution to rising up and really learning how to persevere. But I do want us to look at the trials that we face, and I want us to look at them and stare at them head on and learn some healthy ways to not just go through these really tough times, but to grow through them. Because I will tell you, there is no greater feeling of alive than when you rise up. Yes, it is empowering. It is just this inner strength. It is something that no one can take away from you because it belongs to you. I'm going to say it again. There's just no greater feeling of being alive than when you rise up. Anything that seemed like life before you rise up really pales in comparison to life after you rise up. So I mentioned a minute ago that I've been going through a season. And I mean, look, I I know I am not special in this because, like I said, I'm fully, fully aware that we all go through these seasons. And thank goodness we do tend to go through them at different times because when when I am in a weaker state, other people around me are in a good state so they can help lift me up and carry me through, right? They can be my support system. And hopefully I am that for other people. But I'm going to be honest with all of you listening right now. I've had a bit of a tough year, um, but I I love this good, good life. I'm grateful for this good, good life. And so I push through to do the things that I love. And this podcast is at the top of that list of things that I love because I love all of you. You are all truly loved. So um, I, throughout my life, really have been compared to um, someone in the Bible named Job. And, you know, when people say, oh my goodness, you're so much like Job, 
Um, I've really thought a lot about that. And I've heard that a lot in my life. And if you don't know the story of Job, I'm going to just give you a very, very quick, quick, just high level uh, synopsis of what this book of the Bible is about and what what Job goes through. Because Job was actually um, in these times that he lived. He was a very, very wealthy man. He was very blessed. He had all kinds of flocks and crops, and he had this beautiful big family and home, and he was a very righteous man. He loved God. He obeyed God. He praised God and was grateful to God. Well, Satan wanted to test this loyalty and commitment to God. And so Job was tested and he went through incredible trials and tribulations. When I say Job lost everything, he truly lost everything. He lost all of his flocks all of the people that worked for him that helped him maintain his business and his crops and his flocks. He lost every single person. They all were killed by different ways, different disasters, different people coming in. He lost all of his 10 children. And this was all because of intruders, murderers, and natural disasters. So as if that was not enough to lose everything like that, and this was in a very short amount of time, he then actually lost his health. He was afflicted with just a horrible disease, and throughout it all, even when people were basically saying, you must have done something very wrong to deserve all of this, which was not the case at all. And it's interesting how people think that sometimes the things that we're going through, we brought on ourselves. That is not the way God works. But he was being blamed for his own tribulations and he was losing friends over it. People were telling him, you know, how can you praise God? You need to be cursing God, all this stuff. And he never did it. He continued to praise. He continued to show his gratitude. He knew God's promises and faithfulness were true. And he survived all of that and was rewarded like tenfold after he lived through this season. Now, I am not saying that I've I've suffered all of that kind of stuff, but I have had my own fair share of suffering. And, you know, I think back over my life and health-wise, I've pretty much suffered since I was eight years old. And you can go back and listen to my premiere show. I'm not going to go into that whole testimony, but God has definitely performed so many miracles in my life. And it started when I was just eight and I was dealing with a chronic, deadly, incurable disease my entire life. And it was type one diabetes and it, it caused a lot of complications. But again, I, I never, ever thought for one minute that God wasn't going to bring me through these things. So lately, some of the suffering I've been going through is... 
um, a lot of intracranial problems with my head and these severe headaches, and then a back procedure a few months ago that then led to more complications. And then this has all been over the last few months and the icing on the cake very, very recently over the last like five weeks is they have found um, several places of skin cancer and I've had multiple surgeries just over the last month to cut these um, cancers out. But one of them was melanoma and it was right on my face. And the reason I'm sharing all of that is because I had to really um, face the facts that now I've got this really large scar. Now, I know that scars do heal and the wounds heal. They become a scar and then the scar fades. I actually did a show on it. So I'm really living these shows that I'm sharing with you all. But I do have an incision from right under my eye. It runs along my nose and like all the way down to my mouth. Um, So it's been very painful. But my gratitude is that they found this early And I know that scars do fade. Um, But I I just was thinking about rising up. Um, I've had some down moments, some very sad moments. And uh, I, I go back to just, you know what? There's so much to be grateful for. And I'm so lucky, lucky, lucky to be alive and, and to be able to contribute to this world and to people. And we all have that opportunity and we all go through suffering just like Job, like me, like you. And it's really how we're going to respond to that suffering that makes it valuable or invaluable. In other words, if we don't grow through our pain, then the time is kind of wasted. And I don't want to waste any time. And I know that God works all things for good. We don't always understand right? I don't understand. I know that I get a lot of skin cancer because of my suppressed immune system. The transplant medications are rough on my body, but I am alive with a miracle. And these organs, the kidney and the pancreas that I received, I am so grateful for every single day. I just had a birthday just like a few days ago, and I'm just so grateful for every year of life. I don't want to waste any time. And you know, suffering and pain, it happens to all of us. And we need to go through that in the time and in the way that we are going to be able to rise up from it. I'm not saying we rush through these processes. And I am i am no doctor. I am no psychologist or psychiatrist. But I know I am the expert of my life and what has worked for me. And I just want to share these with you because hopefully they will work for you. And I'm going to tell you, I know I'm giving a lot of kind of background today and I am going to get to my list. And as a little teaser, I want you to know that I don't have to rush through my list today because this is going to be part one of two. Yes, I hope you tune in next week because I know I'm not going to finish my list of how we rise up, but that's okay because we're going to finish it next week. But I want to read something else to you that this is really what sparked me thinking about this topic of rising up. Um, Jim and I, y'all know Jim is my wonderful husband. 
We read a daily devotion. And a few days ago, um, it was like right in the middle of multiple surgeries I was having. We read this, and I hope I can get through it without crying. Y'all know I'm very emotional. Um, But I'm going to try to read this because this really, really spoke into my heart and into my soul. And it is a devotion by Max Lucado. And the title of it is Still Worth Reshaping. You, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. That is Psalm 66, 10 through 12. So here's the commentary on this that Max wrote. On God's anvil. And if you don't know what an anvil is, it is a heavy, steel-faced iron block And it's what they use to shape metal, and they shape it by hammering it just as hard as possible. All right, so here's what he wrote. It's just very short. On God's anvil, perhaps you've been there, melted down, formless, undone, placed on the anvil for reshaping? A few rough edges, too many. Discipline, a good father disciplines. Testing, but why so hard? I know I've been on it. It's rough. It's a spiritual slump, a famine. It can be caused by a death, a breakup, going broke, going prayerless. The light switch is flipped off and the room darkens. Pound, pound, pound. Anvil time is not to be avoided. It's to be experienced. Anvil time reminds us of who we are and who God is. We shouldn't try to escape it. To escape it could be to escape God. God sees our life from beginning to end. He may lead us through a storm at age 30 so we can endure a hurricane at age 60. An instrument is used only if it is in the right shape. A dull axe or a bent screwdriver needs attention And so do we. A good blacksmith keeps his tools in shape. And so does God. Should God place you on his anvil, be thankful. It means he thinks you are still worth reshaping. Yes. All right. I did it. I didn't cry too much. I was definitely getting teary there because we need reshaping. Sometimes we are reshaped at times that we don't understand it, but it just means we are worth it. We are worth the growth. We are worth the discovery. And we are being reshaped every single day through these challenges, through these these heartaches, this 
pain. It is shaping us. And this is why I want us all to be able to rise up. Because there's so much in this world that is trying to knock us down um, and that really makes us fall. And like I said, it's how we respond to this suffering. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to collect my thoughts after reading that very powerful little devotion there. Um, I just had to share that. I just felt so tugged on my heart to share that. And I want you to just let that wash over you during this short, short little break because, oh my goodness, I do have so much good stuff to share. And we are going to get to the light on how we can rise up. But I want us to face what we're facing first. Yes, I meant to say that. We're going to face what we're facing. All right, so don't go anywhere. I will be right back on The Good Good Life. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries. From the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops, Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. Now back to the show with Jan. Welcome back, everyone, to the Good Good Life. We are talking about when life knocks you down. Master the rise. We are rising up 
rising up from our hurt, our pain, our challenges, our heartaches. And I'm not saying this is easy. I mean, oh, we all have our stuff. We all have our stuff that we're going through. And it's very, very diverse. And, you know, we could get really, really granular about what we are all going through. Um, Of course, I have the microphone, so I've shared some insight into the last few months of my life. But, and we're going to talk about how we rise up, how I rise up. Um, and, And I've learned so much from watching other people and how they rise up. I mean, it's just inspirational when you really hear other people's stories. And I'm going to tell you, we all, you all have a story and it's good to share it. So what are some of the ways that life can knock us down? Let's just think about it. And, you know, if you're avoiding it, if you're ignoring it, if you're trying to pretend that it is not happening, That is not healthy. And I'm just going to mention a few things that can happen, just some categories, some areas. I'm not getting specific because, again, like I said, this is very individual for everyone's different circumstances. But some of the challenges that you may be facing could include financial hardships, you know, dealing with debt or unemployment, or financial instability. This is a really, really tough thing to rise up from. Career setbacks. You know, I just mentioned unemployment, so that would kind of fall in this category as well. A job loss or or maybe even a career change. You know, something that you have chosen to do differently, but it's not going as you thought or expected. There's also, um, there's there's usually some shock when you change a job, right? You think you've got a good grasp on what it's going to be, but this can be a setback for you or even a setback in your current professional life, whether it's you didn't get the promotion that you applied for, or, you know, you feel like you're not being given the projects that you know you could achieve. There's all kinds of things in our professional life that could be considered a career setback. Another area where we usually need to rise up from are these health issues. Uh, I will say I do feel like the expert in health issues, but I know there are people that have way more expertise than me. Um, But, you know, we are, you are the expert of your life. I am the expert of my life. I know what I've gone through. I do not know what you've gone through. But if what I've gone through can help you, then I am thrilled about that. And I think that's part of how God really uses our stories and our testimonies and our trials. That's how we turn them into triumphs. But health issues is a big way that we can feel just, oh, the wind is just knocked out of us. You know, it is hard to get up sometimes. So illnesses, injuries, chronic health conditions, you know, medical treatments, while they're helping one thing, they really can 
come with their own set of side effects. I mean, I didn't share this earlier, but I'll go ahead and share it. The incision on my face got infected. And so now I'm dealing with that and taking some very powerful antibiotics that come with their own side effects. But it's all worth it in the end if it gets things better, right? So sometimes we have to take the good with the bad, um, but you have to focus on the good because we get more of what we're focused on. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, right now, I just want us to really think about what we're, what you're dealing with. What are you dealing with right now? Maybe it's a relationship struggle. You know, personal relationships are so difficult. If you're going through a breakup, if you've got conflict in a relationship or family issues, hey, it's right here at the holidays. We're with family a lot, and these uh, dynamics can be complicated, and they can feel like they're really hard to overcome, but they're not. Loss and grief, this is a pain like no other pain. When you are trying to cope with the loss of a loved one, it's really, really difficult. Um, I have two friends right now that have just recently lost their husbands, and this will be their first holiday season without their spouse. Um, I personally have lost my brother, and I've lost my father, and I'm tearing up even thinking about those losses. I mean, I've lost all of my grandparents. I was very close. I've lost, you know, aunts and uncles, but you know, there are, there are, there's just a pain in that loss that is really hard to get over, but it really is worth it to find your new normal. I mean, let's face it, when you lose someone, that grief, grief is love with nowhere to go. And because you've poured so much into that person and that's been a role that you've identified with. I mean, like as daughter, you know, I'm, I'm still my father's daughter, but he's not here for me to be active in that role. As a sister, it's not an active role I have anymore. And so it can be difficult. It can be very difficult to rise up, which is why we're going to need all of the coping and, and coping mechanisms and tools and, and just ideas that I want to share with you. And believe it or not, something else, I'm moving on to my next thing. I don't want to get too choked up about loss. Um, that's just a really deep cutting pain. Um, but personal development. Now, you may say, but Jan, you're all about personal development. And I am. I think there's nothing better. Every single day, we have an opportunity to grow and to learn and to develop. I mean, I love the word develop, that word potential. We have so much potential within us and we can spend our entire lives trying to tap into it. And that's the goal is to make the biggest contribution we can for the time that we are given. And that's to me the joy and the excitement and the thrill of development and potential is that we can work on this every single day. For the rest of our lives, and it's fun, and we learn new things, but 
it can be hard because it kind of forces us to face our own limitations, maybe some insecurities and fears. And we have to really do a lot of deep self-reflection. We've got to keep this growth mindset while we're doing it, but it's hard to be committed to our own growth and development. So it can feel like a hurdle that is really hard to rise above, but we can. We can definitely rise above it. Other things that might feel like life is knocking us down are these cultural or social challenges. We have a lot of those. Those seem to be increasing more and more, but really navigating societal expectations that maybe conflict with your own personal convictions. I mean, as Christians and believers in God and Jesus Christ as a son, we are really called to be set apart. Um, but other societal things that can really knock us down are things like bullying and discrimination and, you know, just cultural differences. They um, can cause conflict, but there's always ways to come together. I mean, this is what this is what unity really is about. It's really rising above these things. Um, addiction and and mental health issues are things that we need to really pay attention to and help others along if we aren't suffering those things. But overcoming addiction and dealing with mental health challenges, it really does require support and a network and it it's something that we have to work daily to overcome and to rise up. I'm, I'm thinking about my brother. I have shared my brother who has passed away, but he suffered with alcoholism and he was addicted to that. And it was it was just really, really difficult to um, to try to walk that out with him. Anyway, these are just some ways. And I want you to think about what you're facing. Natural disasters, traumatic events, recovering from these things, accidents, natural occurrences, trauma in your life. It's a process. And then these transitions that, you know, we choose in life, whether that is a new job or maybe a new home or moving to a completely different state or starting a family, retiring. Think about these transition periods in your life. They can feel like they're kind of knocking you down, but you can rise up. Now, those are just a few of the lists. And I want you to know, sometimes you're going through a combination of those. Those aren't just, you know, mutually exclusive. I feel like I go through like a, a cluster of them all at once. When my seasons come, it's not just one thing I need to rise up from, right? And I know that some of you feel that way too. It's like this combination of this simultaneous chaos. And it's like, wait a minute, why is all this coming at once? But these things can lead to destructive behaviors. And the last thing you want to do sometimes is rise up. You don't have the energy. You don't have the motivation. You just don't feel like it. You feel defeated. And it's easy to isolate yourself in these times. And, and unfortunately, people get comfortable in that place. But that is not what this show is about. This show is about rising up. And I want to read the words 
from one of my favorite songs. Y'all know I love music. It's a group called Kane, and the song is called Rise Up because we are transitioning into ways that we can rise up. Here are the words to this song, and um, I think this is powerful. In the dark and all alone, growing comfortable. Are you too scared to move and walk out of this tomb? Buried underneath the lies that you believed, safe and sound, stuck in the ground, too lost to be found. You're just asleep and it's time to leave. It's time to leave those lies behind and to really tap into your own strength and the voice the voice of Jesus that will tell you to rise up. If you hold on to that truth, that voice that is telling you to rise up, it will get louder than the one telling you to stay down. Yes, I've already said it, but there's no greater feeling of a lie than when you really do rise up and you stand on top of the thing that's been holding you down. You're squashing it. When you rise up, this is when you feel most, most alive. And so I want to get into, and I know I'm watching our time. I'm just going to start this because this is what I want you to do. Between this show and our next show, I want you to really start thinking about what it is you need to rise up from. Maybe it falls in one of those categories I've talked about. Maybe you're thinking about Job and the testing and the faithfulness of God and that you really, um, you are not alone and you can rise up. But I'm going to give you a few things to start working on. And the number one thing these are not sequential, by the way. Um, but the number one thing I want to tell you a way to rise up is to face your fears and act. We've got to take action because taking action is one of the biggest steps in overcoming challenges. It's likely that a big part of whatever you're facing feels like a challenge because you have perhaps an underlying fear going on. So try to recognize and define what the fear is in your situation, and then you can work to alleviate it. When you take the first step, just any step forward, don't stay in that dark, isolated, getting comfortable. Take the first step because then it's easier to take the second step. And then you can take the third step and the steps get a little easier. Ezra 10.4 says, arise for this matter is your responsibility. We also are with you. Be of good courage and do it. In that verse, Ezra called the people of Israel to arise and take responsibility for a matter that required some attention. And likewise, we are reminded to rise up and take ownership of our responsibilities, what we need to do, knowing that God is with us and he's encouraging us to be courageous by stepping out in faith. We can accomplish great things. I mean, we can make such a positive impact on the world around us if we can just rise up. You have the power 
to do anything you are willing to try. So that first tip is just face your fear and take action. Here's something else that I want to share, and it is a perspective on how you can rise up. Please, please, please take this to heart. Know that you are not alone. Okay, so, you know, every person in the world has had their low points. Everyone. You you are not the only one. And some may handle it or even hide it better than others. But the truth is, whatever you're going through, there are others who have been through it too. You're not alone. Reach out to the people that you trust. You know, share what you're going through. No one will know how to be there for you if you don't speak up to the people that are in your circle, in your support, and that love you. So know that you're not alone. And hey, y'all know the old saying, misery loves company, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's that's just, that's kind of true though. Like it helps us to know that when we're miserable, there have been people that have been miserable ahead of us and they rose up from it. They got through it. Psalm 145, 14 says, the Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. So in our moments of weakness, God is really there to uplift and support us. I mean, if you feel all alone, just know that God is always with you. He lifts us up when we stumble. He provides comfort and strength and restoration. I mean, oh my goodness. Ah, I could just sit here and tell you all the ways that God has restored me personally. Um, the list is really very long. And I'm I'm just so grateful. The Lord's faithfulness, it extends to all who are burdened and weary. For he is the lifter of our spirits and the source of our renewed hope. Hold on, I got a cough. I got choked up on that one. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. If you ever wondered if this is live, you know it is. Ooh, I got really um, worked up about knowing that you're not alone. All right, so there are two tools or techniques for you to think about as you go through this week. Now, I'm going to give you another one. It's a two-parter, and I may touch on it again next week, but we have to ask for help. In order to rise up, we have to ask for help. We know you're not alone, and you can find help. You do not need to feel ashamed for asking for help. Whether you choose to rely on a loved one, a mentor, a preacher, a teacher, a friend, there are people in this world that love you and they want to help you succeed. Please ask for help. I will tell you this. I've already referenced my brother. I wish he would have asked for more help with his addiction. But 
I want you all to know that that is strong and courageous to ask for help. Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God's assurance to his people is that they should not fear or be discouraged because he is with them. He promises to provide the strength, this help and support and upholding us with his righteous right hand. When we are at our weakest, he is at his strongest. When we face these daunting situations, we can trust in God's constant presence and we can rely on his unfailing power to help us rise above our circumstances. Ask for help. And I'll ask you this question. Have you prayed about it as much as you've talked about it? And we need people in our life that we can go and we can ask for this help. But I have gotten to where I actually ask God first. Now, the second part of this before we wrap up is we got to accept that help and support. You know, asking for the help is only one side of the coin. On the other side of the coin, you have to be open and willing to accepting that help. People who come to your aid, they love you. They want to help you. So take their help. All right. So I think we really are out of time for today. I'm going to stop there. I've talked about facing your fears and take action. Number two was know that you're not alone. And then this third way that we can rise up is to ask for help and accept that help. So you are definitely going to want to come back because I've got the rest of this list and one part of the list has got a sub list. So we're going to talk about how you need a positive mindset, but I'm going to actually go through ways that you can grow a positive mindset. So there's a little teaser for next week. Don't miss it. I've loved being with you today. I hope you go and enjoy this good, good life. Love living and live loving. Until I'm with you again, have a great one. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. We hope today was meaningful for your personal journey. We'll be back next week. Until then, continue to love living and live loving.